Hello, and you're listening to another episode of Love in the Time of Corona, which has actually gone a slight name rebrand. We are now Love in the Time of. Um, I felt it was better to make that decision before we tried to get it onto iTunes. So that's what you should be searching for from now on. Hopefully it's like updated on all our channels. Uh, this episode, though, is very much about love in the time of corona, I would say. And it kind of, I mean, if you listen to the episodes before, you'll know that me, your host, Kate Checker, I went home back to the UK from Berlin, and that was kind of a whole thing. Um, and I wanted to explore that because I kind of left home 12 years ago, aged 18, and really left it. I was not interested, particularly in coming back or living here, certainly not. Um, it's a very small town that I come from. Well, it's actually in town size, it's not that small. It's 10,000, I think. But it's very kind of rural and very English in Wiltshire. Wiltshire. I often say I'm from London or, which is where I was born, or Bristol to people from outside the UK, but I'm not, I grew up a really rural kind of countryside life, and I haven't always loved being from here for a certain reasons, which you can probably guess at. But I wanted to explore the local because I do think it's still a very important part of who I am. And I wanted to explore love in this kind of setting. So for today's episode, we asked three people from locally. So the first is Lance, who works in a shop in nearby Froome. The second is Liz, who comes to help out my mother with the garden on Wednesdays. And the third is Obby, who is a glass blower who I met when I was working the coffee van on the farm where I used to serve cream teas as a teenager. And now I feel like I have to explain what cream teas are. Cream teas are scones with cream and jam. I grew up really like country bumpkin, and I, I feel like a few, very few people realise that. And I came back home and managed to get a job on a coffee van on the farm I worked as a teenager pretty much straight away, straight after I came out of quarantine. So I'm doing an odd shift there. Um, and it's been very nice because afterwards we can get to go and swim in the river and so on. So yeah, those are your guests for today. And the music and editing has been done by my best friend, Tim, who's been my best friend, I think, since I was about 19. We've known each other since we were 15. He was my first, my teenage boyfriend, who also, I should add, was lived on that farm, was like the son of the farm. <laughs> okay, now I'm starting. It's like, I don't know, an episode of like something very rural. Anyway, he was best friends with him. He is best friends with him. But yeah, so no longer with the boyfriend, but kept his best friend as my best friend. Anywho, so my lovely friend Tim has done 
the music and editing for this today's episode. Uh, so it sounds very good because he's far better a musician and editor than I am. Uh, so I hope you all enjoy today's episode and as usual, stay safe and stay sane. Hopefully I've got another two and a half hours of this delight. I've got a feeling we haven't got the extra fine at the moment. We've only got 50 grams of Cutter's Choice Original, which is 2430. So what have you got here? Have you got um, and belief? Have you got GV? GV, GV bright yellow. Got in Virginia bright yellow. No, not in thirty. No. Oh yes, we have. Got in Virginia yellow. No, it's fifty. Fifty grams. We've got of that one. Um, Lambent Butler. Mm. Or gold leaf uh, in in the. Handy box, handy pack. That's 30 grams, uh, 11 50. I'll, I'll just have normal gold from Virginia. Good of, good of Virginia, original 30. There we go. Cool. Thank you for maintaining social distancing. Cool. Uh, you don't have a condom's card, do you? You don't have a condom's card. Cool. So step back to the yellow line, please. Cool, cool. that's all right. Um, are you going to be using your bag? Yeah, don't worry, I'm only part there. I can okay. Them back. Okay, cool. Thank you for choosing not to have an additional plastic bag. Yeah, I try not to use I can't recall. Have you got a cut membership card? Um, <laughs> All right, no, no. Resistance, I'm the services. Oh, I've only got so many arms, I'm not going to. I have one. Oh, nice. <laughs> Thank you. I hope you have a lovely day. Cool. Take these Cool. Nice Hindu reference. Uh, Twelve for uh, ten. Although it's a uh, good. It's a uh, the other one. Ganesh has got is the elephant one. Yes, I was going to say. Yeah, Ganesh and elephant. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Cool. Thank you. You aim to educate, entertain, and serve. Oh, get reel it in. <laughs> what are you going for? Oh, good. What do you want? Whiskey or brandy? Whiskey or brandy? Oh, blimey. Um, 
You've only got bells at the moment of whiskey. Oh, yeah. That's 11.50. We haven't got any other small bottles of um, our stuff. What? Small vodka. 7.35. Your card's not all fried. That's a good. Yep. Yeah. Well, wait, two in the bag. Yeah, might as well. I got a fucking Cool. Seven pounds fifteen a change. Seven pounds, ten and five. Seven pounds fifteen to change that. Cool. Oh, thank you, my good man. Thank you. Bye <laughs> <laughs> bye. Hello, gorgeous. Come on, my Yeah. Next time I'll have you. You're a miserable bastard. <laughs> thank you, sweetie. Bye hi. Okay. So I'll step back to the yellowy line, please. Cool. going to go um, you know being in lockdown with two teenagers on my own and just how how um, how sudden it all was and suddenly you know and I kind of my instant thought with that was I'm so grateful I'm in my own home with my two children you know we've all got we've got everything here that we you know that we need um, so yeah, I was incredibly grateful, even though um, being locked in with two teenagers, I thought might <laughs> kind of, you know, drive us all insane. Yeah. Um, but actually, I sort of felt that it um, it kind of brought us together a little bit more, in a way. I had to be really careful, I guess, of how I was very aware of how my moods were what effect they were going to have, what, um, what, what was important, like, you know, them dropping towels on, wet towels on the floor, you know, how much of that you, you can let go <laughs> just to keep the atmosphere kind of quite pleasant in the house. Not that they're, um, they're not pissy kids, actually. <laughs> they're quite, you know, yeah. quite chilled. Yeah. Um, but see, you know, being to get together with no other people, 
to sort of break that up a little bit now and again. It was, uh, it was interesting to see how it would pan out, but actually they've been, you know, they've been great. So uh, not that helpful with, uh, you know, jobs around the house, but um, that's fine. I guess, they, you know, they're spending a lot of time... Um, online mm. at first they did and then it was funny how they sort of suddenly kind of would find other things to do sort of quite naturally mm. want to do things with their hands or their bodies mm. you know and uh, search out things to do mm. sort of creatively so I guess they were yeah their creative side is kind of coming out but, um, but, yeah, it's uh, an interesting time. I think now, after sort of, what has it been, like two months almost, um, you, know, you do start noticing their sort of desperation to meet up with other people. Right. And that has kind of, you know, with the parks being closed and um, we live sort of right next to a skate park, which Joe goes to a lot. And obviously um, the police at one time sort of said, yeah, they can go there and use that, re you know, sensibly, which of course they did. But teenagers yeah. are hormonal creatures and want to kind of be close with each other. So I don't, you know, it's, it's very, I do feel for them sort of having those urges to want to be with and I know, you know, you, you know that they're going to be secretly meeting up. Yeah. Not um, going to be able to help themselves. And I just don't know, I don't know how, you know, as, as sort of adults, how to, to stop them or, you know, what do you do? Mm. It's, You know, a lot of a lot of adults are sort of getting angry. They want the skate park closed um, because they're obviously sort of um, there are children there that aren't socially distancing. Mm. But I think we have to look at the bigger picture. There are a lot of kids out there who who aren't don't have great home lives, mm. who you know would go to school because they want to escape home mm. and and want to be with other people. Mm. You know, it's. Mm. Yeah, I think this idea that you can, that staying in the house is really comfortable for a lot of people, like a lot of people, it's just not. It's just not the case, you know, you might have, you know, abusive people mm. at home um, that you need to get away from them and probably, you know, there are some going to be some kids out there who don't care if, mm. if someone gets it because they're angry or they're, mm. you know, they're teenagers, Yeah. you know, they're at some of the, uh, you know at that point where they don't have empathy or compassion for anybody else they're just in their own mm. you know moment and um so i do worry that you know that they'll get sort of demonized for for, for doing what they're doing you know what are the parents thinking letting them do that what are they doing you know what's mm. you know we've got to find ways of um setting something up for them to be able to mm. 
be out or yeah. um, because we don't know how long this is going to go on for. Maybe I'm just like super optimistic. Cause <laughs> I came from, from Berlin. I'm like, be fine. Couple of couple more weeks. I don't know, but um, yeah. Well, I think that, I, I, I do think, you know, and I think also, like, there's going to be a lot of teenagers that are going, well, what of the government, you know, mm. after the whole Brexit thing? They're not going to trust the government. Mm. You know, well, well, I'm not going to do what the government says. Yeah. You know, and they will be looking at conspiracy theories and all of that. They'll be questioning everything. Mm. So I don't know how... Um, I don't, yeah, I don't... I don't I guess the forum that I was looking at was just like a lot of people, sort of like you know, adults saying these kids shouldn't be there, shouldn't be doing this, shouldn't be that. But there was no, um, no kind of offer of like, well, what can we do for these kids? Yeah. Because they will meet up. They're going to go and go up to the woods, or they'll go, mm. you know, they'll find spaces to be together. I mean, they go and meet up anyway when the rules are like they shouldn't because they're set by someone else, like a parent. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Which yeah. Has a higher grade of authority, maybe, than an abstract that's like... Yes, yeah. Like, like, I don't know, as a teenager, I didn't follow the rules per se. Well, I guess, yeah, I could only go by kind of what I was like, as, yeah. a, as a, and I did have a bit of a problem with authority. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I was, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you yeah, know, I, I can easily go back into what it's like to be a, a, a teenager and see yeah. the world through their eyes and kind of um, and I just think you know you've got to be kind of telling them off isn't it's just not gonna work you know it's like you have to trust them to be sensible you have to you know or, I think teenagers, or most teenagers are. Mm. yeah there's only you know there's a few that are always gonna mess it up for like the majority but I think most of them are I think they are and quite sensible we could do that with any grouping mm. of human beings mm. we like, oh it's just a few bad men mm. I'm like well a few the actions of a few bad men is the reason why we're not letting them out of the house after this <laughs> like, yeah you know what I mean? yeah yeah like, yeah a few bad teenage, like yeah. any social group that you can put together and stuff. yeah yeah <laughs> but you know I guess I kind of slightly of romantic ideas of oh, maybe we could all like volunteer to go and sit in the skate park and just go oi you a little bit too close <laughs> <laughs> I feel you like know, the, um, teachers, the teenagers would leave oh yeah they would be like oh my had, god like, mad woman <laughs> yeah, like,
There you go, 155 pen by device. Cool. That's what we've got. Time to practice it before Christmas. Cool. All right, take care. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Cheers. Cool. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going to need about 15 on that one, please. Yeah, 5p bag. very good, but you very cleverly made us all confused by all the offerings. Yeah, 5p five, five bag. Yeah, please. Cool. Do you want a composting? Yeah, that'd be good. Cool. Yeah, that'd be lovely. Um, um, cool. Oh. Are you having some fun moving classrooms around at the moment? Has anyone suggested? Because I know I kind of, kind of talking with a sort of union thing with school, for, for my teachers, um, so sort of kind of got them to suggest. Because um, it's about cutting. If you cut down the class numbers, kind of a weird one. Cutting down the class numbers to fifteen, and then yeah. Uh, do you want to do the paper point as well on the oh, same yeah, thing? Sorry, yeah. Yep. Cool. Sorry that. Oh, sorry that. Yeah. How much did you want on the paper point? Fifteen. Fifteen. Good for thanks. Fifteen pounds. That brings it to a total of twenty-one pounds eighty-four. As you're a teacher and a central key worker, I've applied the, the NHS discount to that. Any cash back? Um, no, thank you. There you go. Just enter your pin when you're ready. That only applies for the groceries, not for the pay point. Just so yeah. you know. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's all gone through completed. Just waiting for it to load onto the key uh, card, rather. Come on, 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 come on. Load, 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 load this. Sorry, that. Cool, there's your pay point card back. Uh, do you want all the receipts or just the pay point part? No, that's absolutely fine. Minimal receipts. Pay point one, just in case there is a problem. Take care. You too. Bye. I want to know how you spell your name. My name is spelled O-B-B-Y. I was just thinking it was O-B-I.
That, yeah, that's also acceptable. It's um, not also acceptable just to spell people's names wrong. Well, it's not my real name, so there's not really a wrong spelling. Did you choose your name? No, I've been called that since I was about ten years old. Oh. Just stuck. My real name's Ollie, but somehow Obi got stuck. Or Obi, some people call me. Or Aubergine. Like Aubergine. Some people call me Avocado. Why? <laughs> it's my name on Facebook. I don't know why. Do you like avocados? Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> Not a massive fan. I just like the word. Okay. Really, the word avocado is. Um, how often do you work here? Quite little, really. I used to work here more. I just come in to give jazz a hand every now and then. Mm. Yeah, just uh, once in a while. Mm. I used to work in the glass hub doing you know, glass making courses. With Phaedra? Phaedra. I don't know who that is. Cedra? Don't know she who that works is. here doing glass stuff. Oh, there no, might be someone who works here since I've not been coming here so much. <laughs> um, yeah, but then I started doing glass blowing in Bristol. And then got furloughed. From the. since the corona thing? Yeah. Do you get paid? Yeah, 80% of it, but I only did two days a week, so it's not much. But, yeah, that's not very much. But I don't need much. I'm doing a little bit of glass blowing sometimes on the boat, which is fun. You can glass blow on the boat? Yeah, it's a bit of a... Um, it's a little bit tricky, because there's not a lot of space. Right. When the boat moves, so the glass moves when the boat wobbles. And then it changes the shape of your glass. Yeah, sort of, yeah. But you've got a sort of bowl of liquid glass and when the boat goes like that, the glass tilts over. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever thought about liquid glass. Hmm. It's sand, right? Yeah, a particular type of sand, silica. Yeah. Um, if you were to just melt sand that you find on a beach, you'd get really hot sand. <laughs> but it's the silica in the sand which makes glass. Mm. And if you were to get sand off like a Caribbean beach or something like that, it might turn into glass. Okay, so certain kinds of beaches have more of it. Yeah, it's sort of white sand. Mm. Um, I reckon that's how it was first discovered. It was something like pirates on a beach in the Caribbean or something having a fire. And then they poked the fire with a wet stick and glass bubbles came out of it because the heat expanded the steam and caused the liquid glass in the bottom of the fire to turn into bubbles. That's super interesting. Mm. That's one theory, not many. <laughs> <laughs> what other theories? I can't think now. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's go with the pirate one. Mm. And then you're on a boat, so you're kind of like a pirate. Yeah, I could say that. <laughs> How long have you lived on a boat? Six or seven months. Oh, not long. No, not long. Before that, I was in a flat in Bradford-on-Avon. Oh. Yeah. 
was by the train station. Mm. You prefer boat living? Yeah. Yeah. Cheaper and easier and nicer. Yeah. And space to do things like blow glass or lie down and whatever. <laughs> lie down. <laughs> do fuck all. Yeah. So, apart from being furloughed, is there any other things that have changed since? What, for me? Yeah. I've been healthier and happier, probably, since the lockdown. Yeah. A bit more creative. Um, yeah. Just enjoying life slowly. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I've been drinking less the last week. Alcohol. Mm. Yeah, I I think that's also true for me, other than the odd occasion. Mm. But I like to have a little drink sometimes. Yeah. Good. Is there anyone you can't see? <coughs> uh, I wasn't seeing my mum much because she was isolating, but I saw her last week, so it was nice. Other sort of distant friends, but I don't really see them anyway. Mm. I don't really miss my friends much. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to listen to this and get offended. Well, it depends. <laughs> Are they tuning to the radio in Berlin? I doubt it. Anything that you love in particular that has changed or not changed? Glass, probably, is one of the main things I love, yeah. which has changed because I'm doing less of it. Uh, I do miss it, but I've been trying to do little bits. Bits of the microphone can't see that, but oh. yeah. it's a different way of doing it with a torch, so you can stick little bits together, and make intricate little things. What sort of things do you usually make? Well, I haven't done much of it, but I um, made a little sort of female body the other day. Mm. I made a Winnie the Pooh. Yeah? Don't know if anyone in Berlin will know who that is. Yeah, Winnie yeah. the Pooh is famous. Yeah. It's little characters done a Pikachu. Yeah. Tiny little things. Okay, so you like to do small things. Yeah, well, this type of thing, lamp work, it's called, is kind of more intricate and small. You don't, well, people do, but you don't make things like goblets with it, really, or vases. Mm. I don't, anyway. Yeah. I like making big things as well. But I can't really make big things on a tiny little boat. Right. <laughs> Maybe one day. How did you find glass blowing as a thing to...? Um, um, I did an apprenticeship when I was about 17 mm. in Bath and then stopped doing that because I was young and confused and didn't know what I was doing. And then coincidentally made friends with a few people who also blow glass. And I got jealous and started doing it again, about six years later. 
And then got addicted. Kind of every most grass blowers will tell you that they just couldn't stop because they'll probably go mad if they do. Yeah. Yeah, keeps you sane. It's sort of addictive. Like the way it moves. It's, it's like um, it's like you're having a conversation with the grass when you're making it. It's a, it's an intimate. Um, process, yeah. It's like it's alive. Dancing in your hand. That's interesting. So it's quite meditative. Yeah, it is. Yeah. If you lose focus for half a second, the whole thing you've been working on for maybe hours will go horribly wrong. So. It requires every bit of focus and attention you have, really. So, yeah, you have to be kind of meditative mm. whilst working with it. And how long have you been doing it for now? Uh, sort of on and off in the beginning of my second time of doing it, and then solidly for about two or three years, probably. Mm. Yeah. You, you your coffee? Okay. Yeah, you've relaxed in the show. I think I feel like it's been busy, but... Obviously done before. No, but I have been swamped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely swamped. It's been busy up here, haven't it? They had a few, a few customers. They were boiling meat? One person bought a pack of sausages. Did they? Yeah. That's alright. That's alright. Get people on the stove for the Manor Farm, meat, meat, mainly goes. I didn't manage to sign anyone up for it. I do trust, I, I do trust that teenagers will come up, you know, they'll come up with their ideas of how, you know, like, because at the beginning they were like, oh my God, all the festivals are cancelled, this is cancelled, there's going to be nowhere to go, all the pubs are shut, not, you know, all, all the colleges, everything, you know, where are we going to go, what are we going to do? They'll come up with ideas. Yeah. They'll make things happen. Um, and hopefully, you know, they'll, they'll get creative with their ideas yeah. of how to make their own entertainment, <laughs> I guess. And, and I, you know, and I, and I feel maybe that having, also having all this time sort of to be able to be on a screen might actually think, oh, actually, 
I think I would, you know, and having that sort of, you know, freedom almost taken away for a while, I think, oh, actually, I would mind going out on my bike. A bit more, yeah. Or going for a walk or um, a picnic and kind of sort of seeing more joy in all those things rather than being reliant on the screen. Yeah, it's true, you do, like, appreciate it a bit. Mm. I don't know, I go for more walks now. I hate walking. Do you? Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather lie down. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm like, I go off on, like, a walk every other day because I'm like... Yeah. Otherwise, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like my daughter, I think. She'd be like, let's go for a walk. And she'd be like, why? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. Like, this kind of pointless, like, just walking. Yeah, where, walk, right? to where? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so did you, you had to stop gardening, I guess, for a bit? I did for a bit, yeah, yeah. I, I did the, sort of the odd job here and there where I knew that I wasn't going to be in contact with anybody. I could just literally go to a garden and... and uh, and do that and actually having my own garden is was the thing that actually I think was making me feel so so grateful was mm. that I was able to go to an outside space and mm. get my hands in the soil and um and yeah be around sort of you know plants insects mm. all that kind of thing and actually seeing everything kind of flourish and, and birds singing um, all the things that you kind of, you know, you're aware of, but maybe kind of super more aware now. Yeah. Um, I know for definite my children are kind of like, oh, birds are quite loud, aren't I, they? You know, it's like... Suddenly I've so, birds. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it is. It's like, wow, they're quite a noisy... <laughs> you know what are they what are they doing <laughs> you know? and just all the different voices that they have you know it's like some of them are quite unfortunate like you know you've got the blackbird singing away and then you've got like a bird that comes along and just goes <laughs> so, oh yeah that's a bit of a yeah <laughs> so you know it's yeah things that people are, are, are noticing mm. it's um yeah all the insects and it does seem like, you know, that the that nature has kind of enjoyed this time, you know. Yeah, a little holiday. A little holiday, sort of less, you know, less traffic, less fumes. And uh, things seem to be thriving quite, mm. you know, quite well. Mm. And then seeing people again after, like, not seeing them... Do you sense, like, a difference? Do you think people, like, I don't know, the people maybe you go to their gardens or people you haven't seen in, like... Oh, what, in the way, sort of... Um, uh, yeah, I guess you kind of really sort of, you sort of feel like who... You know, like, you almost, like, feel like you're really important to each other. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's... Um, I mean, not that much of a diff, you know, not that much, but I think you kind of, you appreciate the work that you have and the interaction you have with the, with the person, because you're just a bit more aware of how important relationships are, even if, you know, just working relationships. Mm. 
taking me appreciate people more or less. <laughs> depends what day it is. What, yeah, 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 it really depends on the day. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do wake up and think, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't want to see anyway. I hate everybody. <laughs> yeah, I do get days yeah. late, of course, yeah. And then, day. yeah, and then I kind of, uh, yeah slowly slowly kind of well, actually they're all right really yeah. i do tend to see the good in most most people you're quite a glass half full um, person i would say i think i've uh, i've really had to work on that <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 okay I, I sort of had a very um quite a lot of negativity uh, around but, but in a um in a jokey way um, but actually, even in a jokey way, uh, you still, you know, hearing sort of negativity. So I've always tried to sort of flip it. In fact, I bumped into a guy yesterday and I thought, oh my God, I sound like a nutcase. Because he sort of said, oh, how are you finding the lockdown? And I said, oh, I think it's okay, actually. And um, he said, yeah, but the queuing at the supermarket. And I was like, oh, I haven't found that I've had to queue at all. Uh, and it was like, you know, and, and he's like, oh, yeah, you know, and I do sort of like, you know, I quite do quite a lot of physical work. And so when I get, you know, I'm at home and I can't think of anything, you know, worse to do than any DIY. And I was like, oh, I've thrown myself into DIY and doing loads of gardening. And it's like everything he said, I was like flipping it to this yeah. positive. And I thought, God, you sound like a right twat. <laughs> I should have been more, but, emb- you know, kind of thought I wasn't empathetic, empathetic, empathetic. You know, to have <laughs> empathetic with him at all. <laughs> it's just so focused on trying to flip it all to a, like a positive. But I'm a bit um, like that with people. I get stressed if people give me a really long list of why something's terrible. Yeah. It makes me really... And I don't know if I, I do it. I haven't got... I, I feel like I am quite an optimistic person. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Maybe I'm not. But, um... I get stressed when people just give me a really long list of why everything's dreadful. I'm like, okay. well, I can feel. I, well, I think it's stress. I think you can feel the energy being sort of slightly drained out of you, and it's like, don't, don't, don't suck the last bit of energy I have left out of me. Um, and I guess, yeah, you kind of just want them to maybe think of it in a different, different way because it's. I suppose you want them to. Well, because they're obviously not feeling great, are they? I guess if they're sort of like that negative about everything. Yeah, and I do think there needs to be like a little bit of a limit on those kind of like positive self-help gurus who are like, think your way out of your situation. Like the reason you're sad is you haven't manifested money. And you're like, well, yeah. there's a bit of like a limit to that where you're like, no, sometimes you're just, <laughs> life's just shit. Well, but. yeah, because in that, in that, way because you think I can't I can't I can't I can't seem to do it that makes you feel even more shit about yourself because you can't actually do those those things I mean I quite like listening to podcasts and I quite like just people literally talk like I listened to one with Fern Cotton and Daisy May Mm. Cooper Mm. and it was just a really kind of open simple you know funny podcast so just them chatting which is really you know it was just nice to hear kind of um other than, I mean, I do listen to sort of self-help podcasts yeah. too. But 
yeah, sometimes they get too much because you just think, oh, God, I'm such a crap person. I haven't, you know, I haven't done, I can't seem to meditate. I can't be consistent in any of it. Yeah. You know, I'll yeah. do the Wim Hof breathing for a week and then it's like, you know, Which then I passed oh, Wim Hof. He's the Iceman. Oh, right, he, yes. Which I yeah. do think is brilliant. Yeah, I do think it. Um, but I was doing the, the the breathing and then I passed out and I thought, shit, I don't know how long I was out for. I think it was like literally seconds, which did actually make me laugh. <laughs> I know it did make. I did find it quite That's funny. funny. Yeah, it is funny. Just when laugh it, about it. Like I, I did. Myself to think. Yeah, yeah, I got, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I did come round and I was, you know, and I wasn't sort of doing it naked, you know. Otherwise, the two, my two kids would have been, yeah. Probably, def definitely not wanting to stay inside. Um, so, so you know, I just I can't I just can't seem to be consistent in any of that stuff. It's like you know, right Monday, right that's it. I'm doing my meditation. But I just you just sort of you. Ha I think what it is, it's like even if you did a few minutes of that, a few minutes of that, anything that. Um, you know, even if you just stood still for a moment and put your hand on your heart and did three breaths and just say to yourself, say to yourself that's enough, it's fine, you know. But I, I guess it's sort of like, oh, God, I'm not doing an hour of yoga at six o'clock. I'm not doing, you know. Mm. So those self-help things can become a little bit, like, yeah. almost detrimental to your mental health. <laughs> so all these people have got it together and yeah. I'm so shit. <laughs> Yeah, I think as well because lots of people are doing those things now because they're like, okay, yeah. now's the time to like get in on online. Yeah, things. yeah. But it, it's true. I always think of them a bit like, oh, this is going to fix me. And then I'll like join this like 21 day course and I'll be like, soon I'm going to have like. It's exactly that. Perfect. And then actually, no, this is like a whole lifetime of like doing it a bit yeah it it's it's exactly that it's it's saying that to yourself what can I do to fix me it's almost like what can I do to give myself a fix um when I thought the other day I, I thought I, mean, I forgot a friend of mine Karis she sends me something every single day it's like EFT meditation uh, transcendental um brie you know all those things like each day I get a little something I'm thinking fucking up probiotics have those eat some turmeric I'm like fucking hell <laughs> I can't this is really stressing me out <laughs> um so uh I can't remember if I was going to go with that but um Oh, yeah, I just thought, Karis, you, you're fine as you are. You don't... I think if you have to get that out of your head almost of, like, fixing yourself, if you just say, actually, I'm fine as I am, but I could, you know, maybe do... That would, might be sort of beneficial to... Um, you know, if I do some nice breathing, you know, and just sort of have a little think about my lungs you know and just instead of sort of I've got to fix myself I've got to fix myself what's wrong with you know um I think that's funny because I think it's I think we, that's what we do like I think kids are relatively okay in themselves and it's like that's a taught thing we talk we teach teenagers we teach them mm. well Alice said to me um I mean she you know she came out of school in like year 10 um, and she she'd say to me sort of even in primary she said it's almost like they're setting you up 
like your failures right from the beginning because it's like if you can't do this you won't get a job or you can't do this you won't this won't happen and they're telling that you know she says I'm seven so it's like there's you know you're constantly thinking you're going to fail and I don't you know um And I do, I do wonder, actually, how... Because she, she's basically sort of self-taught herself off the internet of what she really enjoys. And actually what she's found that she really enjoys is creative writing, baking and politics and psychology. Well, I know, I know, and and all the all four of those things would not have been at school for her. You know, cookery, that was that was, um, you know, all the creative stuff had, had suddenly been whittled down to once, you know, an hour every two weeks, which you know, and then they were making something like a scone, which, you know, Ella had made when she was three years old. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, and you know there was no. She said there was like nothing about politics. There was there was not open to you know you weren't having any debates. There was you know there's nothing in her, her her school for any of those things. So it's interesting how she's found that those things for herself, and um, and she's actually just had her last lesson, and she said. She said, oh, my God, I'm... she actually did attend a, a, a small school yeah. and just did um, English and maths and um, statistics because she had to. Um, and, yeah. And um, she has now finished that. And she said, oh, finally, I can just really now focus on the things that I feel like, you know... I'm good at and I can, you know, teach myself a little bit more. Mm. So this will be an inter- you know, an interesting time for lots of children of where they might find Focus their interests, you know. It's so Yeah. Mm. And just that way of teaching. I mean I you know I did really worry. I, you know, I just thought, oh my god, let's just get on screen for like all, the whole whole time. But she she wasn't. I don't you know, I think um, kids are keen to learn. They want to learn. Sure. And, um, I mean, that's a, you have that. I think I dropped out of school. I had definitely a period where I didn't really want to do anything because I was just a bit like, oh, yeah, like 13, 13 to 14, where she was literally in bed. Yeah, just like recovering, recovering from. from was quite traumatic, I think. Yeah, yeah, because you both, I mean. Yeah, you had your traumatic experiences, and mm. so did so did she. And and I remember going and seeing her, and I my gut was saying to me, she needs to sleep this off. Mm. This is probably the best place for her is to be literally in bed, reading and just and just you know, doing that. But of course, part of me was thinking, oh my God, she's in bed, she should be at school. Oh my God, you know, it's like, this isn't normal, this isn't right. But as a mother, I did, I just thought she needs time out. She just needs to be be quiet and just... But, you know, it does come across as very sort of, you know, oh, she's really depressed and, 
but yeah, she probably was. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, you've got to, I mean, it's not okay to be depressed, but it's, you need to kind of think, well, this is quite a, no, you're not weird, you're not an odd yeah. one out, this isn't, you know, this, this is reality, you know, people do get depressed, and they get depressed at all different times in their lives, and um, so, yeah, I think, you know, it'll be an interesting time for them. Yeah, I think so. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. And also they're getting May now, and May's got wonderful weather. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know, we're coming into June soon. Yeah. The, um, yeah, I, yeah, I think it's just, I guess, they, they need, they need to, um, I mean, my son's got a girlfriend and they haven't seen, they've seen each other once. They went for a walk together once, and two, you know, and and they're nine, you know, nineteen, and so they've they've been, you know, they've been really strict. They've been really good. They've abided by the rules, and they've taken it really seriously. But I think now, I think they're starting to really struggle with it now because that's a long distance. Well, hormonally, <laughs> and not just for that, you know, it's just for the connection, you know. Uh, but it'd be, um, but it's quite sweet. My, you know, my son was kind of like, oh well, I think we'll go for a picnic. You know, so it'd be quite nice if they do start doing things like Cute. that. Cute, yeah. It's like a 1940s, but well, I was going to, yeah, yes, we'll go for a bike ride and a picnic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If they can get any food from shops and that, yeah, <laughs> so easy, yeah, yeah. We've only got slim filter tips at the moment. Yep. Cheers. Cool, sorry, it's a bit distracted. <laughs> cool, £7.79. Six as well. Oh, there's still customers. No, it's still got customers in the store. Someone just pick customers out. Come on, hurry them up. Tell them to get their fucking ass together.
that was today's episode in, of Love in the Time of. I want to thank Lance, Liz and Obby for their contributions. I want to especially thank Tim Marion for the music and editing. Uh, you can reach me at Kate Checker, as usual, on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And if you have something you'd like to submit, then hit me up at love in the time of podcast at gmail.com. All right, have a lovely week. <laughs>